0: Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. This will be a revisit to 2021's The Matrix Resurrections. I think this was the first movie I saw in Alaska. I had waited a while, waited a few months, and I think so. Um, I had to see it in the theater, and I posted a review. And for the most part, I liked the movie. So this week it came out on 4K, and I had pre-ordered the steelbook basically because it matches the other three steelbooks. I bought them when they came out in 4K from Best Buy, and this new steelbook, pretty much same art design, save for the bullet on the spine, because that ended on the third one. But anyway, yeah, I just OCD was going to make me complete it if I wanted this as a home video release. So I pre-ordered it about the time the movie came out. And um, this was not one I was going to watch on HBO Max, which I did watch it again a second time to kind of... Cement the movie in my memory Sometimes it takes more than once When I see a new movie To just really Especially since I've seen The first three Matrixes several times So the short version is um, Well, this review Will touch on some spoilers But I won't get into heavy spoilers But it's more going to be About the 4K disc Which is the second Must own home video release Of 2022 in my opinion It is state of the art Audio and video so the movie, watching it again, it's two and a half hours, and it's a little long. It's not terribly long. It doesn't. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, but there's a few things that could be trimmed. Now that this is my third time through, um, there's a couple scenes that stick out as, okay, this, this, this scene clocks in a lot longer than most other scenes in the movie, and one of them's an info dump. Another one is just, I don't, I don't know. But other than that, I don't know how much I would trim. I mean, it's, it's, it's still a little self-indulgent, but then again, that's part of some of the themes that are in the movie. Watching it again this time, I'm, I'm, I got the meta and the meta on meta, but now I'm, I'm like the meta on the meta on the meta. I just think it's still pretty cool that Chad Stileski plays Chad, um, Tiffany's husband, <laughs> In the movie is Chad Stileski, who was Keanu Reeves' stuntman stand-in in in the first Matrix movie. He directed the action in the Matrix movies, and he's now the director of all the John Wick movies. And then he's in this, and he actually has a fight scene with Tiffany when she becomes Trinity. Sorry for the minor spoilers. Um, And I got more deep into it this time, what I really appreciated this time was Jonathan Groff's performance as this version of Agent Smith. I think he's fabulous. How he brought in some of Hugo Weaving's mannerisms, but made the character his own. Watching it this time, I just really got a kick out of watching his performance. And I also, watching it this time, I want to see more in this universe. I I know it didn't make a a boatload of money, but... um, I think there, it feels like there's a plan to make more, even though we haven't had an announcement yet. I think it's a good sequel to the original movie. It almost discounts 2 and 3. I mean, they talk about the events of 2 and 3 and its flashbacks, and the way they weave it into the movie is very interesting how it's a video game made, but it's not. And kind of a rebooting of The Matrix. I, I don't... You know, I... I think it's actually pretty creative, everything they did. It's not a perfect movie. It's got some flaws. And with a little editing, it could have been a great movie. But it's, as sequels go, they spend a decent amount of money on it. The special effects look incredible. The fight scenes are really good. It, it's not, I think it got bashed a little bit because it doesn't, you know, it's not changing the world like the original Matrix did. In 1999, when the Matrix came out, and I said this in my podcast review a year or two ago, It was a game changer. We just had no idea what we were walking into the theater to see. When you walked out, you were a different person. I mean, it's kind of like you know doing acid for the first time or whatever. You're just a changed person after the experience. And now we're jaded to those kind of experiences. There's been many mind-bending, special effects-filled films that that have blown our minds repeatedly. So to go back to The Matrix, we all expect it to, you know, it's, it's going to elevate action movies again, and it doesn't quite do that. But again, I think it's a decent sequel. As far as the disc goes, it looks fantastic. It was filmed at 4K and higher resolutions, finished at 4K, so it's a native 4K transfer. And unlike the original three movies that were filmed on film, this was captured digitally. And finished at that high, I think even the special effects were finished that high. This is a near-perfect transfer like Dune was. They're both Warner Brothers films, so kudos to Warner Brothers for getting it right on these two new films. Warner Brothers has done a great job with classic films like uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Wizard of Oz. Those are two of the best 4K discs I own. The movies look incredible. The colors, the HDR, the soundtracks, all of it. Um, They did a wonderful job. Classic movies, you know, you kind of expect them to lavish that kind of attention on them, especially those two movies are two of the biggest movies of all time. But with Dune, which was a decent size hit, and and, and The Matrix 4, <laughs> which wasn't as big a hit, they lavished just as much attention. This transfer is perfect. The close-up details from eyelashes to blemishes to, to the weave on their costumes. It's incredible how much detail is captured in these shots. The opening shot... Turns out to be a reflection in a puddle And it's so clear at first you can't tell It looks like the camera's upside down And then you think it's a mirror And then a foot steps into it And it changes your entire perspective on what that scene is And it's kind of indicative of what's about to happen And what's to come How they change your perspective on things That we have taken as You know, matrix facts Since 1999 The Dolby Atmos soundtrack Again Um raises the bar to current soundtracks. I would say it's just under Dune as far as immersiveness, but still, I noticed from the opening, just not loud sound effects, but more of those wow kind of sounds that kind of, when you go into things in The Matrix and that kind of thing, it just filled the room, went from one end to another, made me feel like my head was going through the screen. you know, it, it's a really, really good sound mix, but the video quality, It's near perfection. If you have a 4K display, this and Dune are the two discs that have come out in 2022 that you just have to have in your collection. No matter what you think of the films, they will push your system to the limits on blacks, on brightness, peak brightness, uh, HDR colors. The surround sound will really push your subs, um, all the channels you have. These are just great demo discs of modern cinema. Now, I think Dune's great, and I think The Matrix is good. It's not fantastic. It's not going to end-all, be-all like The Matrix did, but it's not a bad sequel, and it's a perfect demo disc. So if you're a fan of The Matrix movies and you still, after it's been on HBO Max and it's been in theaters and now it's out on home video, still aren't interested in seeing it, I would see it just if you're a fan of the mythology and see what uh, Lana Wachowski has done with this universe and where it could go from here. I'm kind of intrigued. Um, there's some interesting surprises. There's some good fight scenes. I think that we could have pulled the camera back a little bit. The big Morpheus Neo fight scene was great. But some of the other scenes, we got a lot of cl- more close-ups than I'm used to from the Matrix movies and, and Deadpool movies and John Wick movies and all these people were involved in those films. Um But it's action-packed. Once it gets going, it takes almost an hour for that big first neo-morph, you know, big scene. But other than that, it really wasn't bad. But it was fascinating to watch at home because it looks so much better than it did on the HBO stream. Almost three-dimensional, almost like you're there, almost like you could touch um, Morpheus when he first comes out in that kind of yellowish-gold outfit. Um, You could (sighs) just— The detail in all of it is just incredible. It's one of the best home video releases I've ever watched here, it, it, incredible. So again, put it on your, our you know, must-own disc list for 2022 with Dune, it's available right now. Matrix Resurrections. Hmm. Movie's not bad, disc is amazing scott hamilton i'm rock my links are below thanks for checking out this podcast many more to come every other day stay tuned and thanks for listening